0: Good morning and welcome back to the Lighthouse Podcast. Today we are talking about eternal families and the blessing of them and how they can impact our lives. Good morning and welcome back to the Lighthouse Podcast. Today we are joined by Megan Wilson, my sister-in-law. How are you doing, Megan?
1: So good. How are you guys?
0: I'm doing great. Thank you for joining us. We're super excited to have you on here with us and and discuss our topic for the day, which is eternal families and how that knowledge has blessed you in your life.
2: But before we get into that part, do you mind introducing yourself for us so that we can get to know you a little bit?
1: I would love to. Um, okay. Well, I'm Megan, recently Wilson. Um, I am from a small town near Portland, Oregon. I live in Utah right now. I go to school, um, at BYU. And I love ice cream. Is there anything else you need to know?
0: Well, we need to know what your flavor, flavor is now.
1: Oh, there is no favorite flavor. Although, I do love weird flavors like olive oil and, um, What's you favorite? know, lavender.
0: Uh, uh I'll... Mm, okay uh okay (laughs) i I can't say i've ever heard of that in my life but (laughs) how it works i mean ice cream is ice cream
2: ice ice cream is ice cream my sister likes avocado flavored ice cream which i didn't even know existed but
1: i've i didn't know that existed either i'll have to try it
2: apparently it's a thing i
0: anyways and any anyways (laughs) (laughs) oh man well again, thank you for joining us um, yeah so today 's topic we 're going to be talking about eternal families and how they have blessed you as an individual. Um, a couple of reasons why I invited you onto to the podcast and why this is our topic is because I know that your father had passed away a few years back and you also <laughs> got married a couple of weeks back and so I want to talk about both of those subjects and kind of get your thoughts and feelings on them so we'll we 'll start first with um, the, the passing of your father. I was hoping you could tell us just kind of like the background, maybe who, the, who your father was to you and how, just kind of how this affected you as a whole.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so background. So my dad was awesome. I love my dad so much. I'm the only girl in my family. So that was a special relationship and it still is a special relationship to me. Um, so my, actually the day I graduated high school, my parents found out that he had, um, a cancerous brain tumor. It's called glioblastoma. Um, and they told me the day after and that summer he went through brain surgery and radiation. Um, he didn't work for a year. I went to college. Um, we kind of figured that out with like, We just didn't know what would happen just because with a tumor in your brain, you like life expectancy is max five years for like a very, very small percentage of the population. So we didn't know what would really happen. Um, But it stopped growing for a while. I went on my mission, um, which was a really crazy experience because I just didn't know what would happen while I was on my mission. But I have faith that. Heavenly Father would take care of my family, Um, and I was super blessed that he was still alive when I got back, Um, and then about a year after I got back, he started losing his vision and having some side effects from the tumor, and um, we found out that the tumor is growing again and that it just was growing super rapidly, and the last six months of his life, he just, with a brain tumor, what happens is your whole body just shuts down. So little by little, as the tumor grows, just everything shuts down. So I watched my dad just kind of pass away over six months, which was a really interesting process. Um, and then a couple weeks after my 22nd birthday, he passed away. Um, so there's that story. And that was almost two years ago now.
0: Wow. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm curious... You mentioned like different kind of stages of the process. Like when they first told you after graduation and then like when you got back from your mission and then when you found out the cancer was growing again, what was your thoughts and your feelings? Like when it first started, like how did you feel like kind of watching this, this play out in your father?
1: It's definitely a surreal thing to like, try and grasp the fact that your dad is gonna die. Because they told us, like, it's not a matter of what he will die from, it's a matter of when. And so at the beginning, it was just, like, a lot of disbelief. Um, But my dad actually got a blessing, a priesthood blessing, and um, it just gave us a lot of comfort at that time, a lot of comfort that we needed. And so we really faced it with a lot of hope and a lot of trust in God, Um, and then as I, like, as I went on my mission, I think that trust in God was what really got me through. And it made me, like, those four and a half years with my dad having cancer, like, made me improve my, rela- my relationship with him so much. um, And, like, re- improve my relationship with my family father, too. um. So, yeah, those are a few of my thoughts. And then, like, when we knew that she was going to pass, like that was just a really sacred experience of being with my dad and cherishing those moments. And just, again, trusting Heavenly Father that he knew what was going to happen. And he knew, he knew everyone's situation. And he was going to help us through everything, even though it, he wasn't miraculously healed. And it was like he did pass away, and it was really hard to watch that. Um, mm-hmm. It was just so comforting to know that Heavenly Father was there through the whole entire thing.
0: Yeah, how curious? How did your like your value on family, like your value or perspective on families, change or grow during this time, or after? Such this time? a good
1: question. I totally like the summer before he passed away. I spent it all with him like and my family and it was just like it was so interesting how um all of a sudden like i i didn't necessarily regret those times that i'd chosen to hang out with my friends in high school over like hanging out with my family but it was definitely like i realized that i had been putting a lot more focus and attention into my friends and into going to college and all of a sudden family meant so much to me and I wish I would have taken more opportunities to, like, do things instead of taking it for granted that I have amazing parents. So yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And I, I totally agree. You know, family is to me one of the most important things, and I try and cherish every every minute that I have with them. Especially like when I was home from my mission in the Philippine Philippines for a little bit. Like I knew I was going to go back out. And so I wanted to you know be with my family as much as I could because I knew this was a little bit of time, a little bit of kind of like a hidden blessing that I had with them before I went back out. So totally understand. Spend every every minute like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, any questions about her father? Um,
2: yeah, I I did have a couple questions. How how do you think it? Um, his his passing affected not just your relationship with your father but but your relationship with the rest of your family do you think that you grew closer together because of this trial or how how did that trial bless you I guess I that that's that's what I'm looking for
1: gotcha yeah for sure um it was definitely a moment of we were all going through this together um and nobody really understood besides my family you know and so I don't know, I wouldn't wish it on anyone, but it is a rare experience to be so connected like in in experience with your family and just just knowing that like that they know what I'm going through and we really like like my relationship with my brothers really grew deeper because of that.
0: I love that. There is an episode that we did. A, I don't know if it was the last one we did or a couple ones ago, but we were talking a lot about support and about how you know, finding people that have those similar experiences or are going through the same thing. I really like the people that really help us get get through the challenge, which which is why I think Jesus Christ is you know really the best person because he's gone through all of it in a way. He's taken upon himself all the sins, sins of the world. How has the knowledge of Jesus Christ and his atonement really blessed you and helped you get through this trial of your father passing?
1: So many ways. This is one that hits, hits home with me. Um, one of the hardest things about this whole process was just the feeling that nobody knew what I was going through. And the feeling of, well, just, like, having to explain, like, my freshman roommates, like, oh, yeah, we're doing fun freshman activities and all this stuff, and oh, by the way, my dad is dying of cancer, and I don't know what's going to happen, you know? Mm -hmm. That's not something that you just bring up on a Saturday night. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But it was so, like, through the four and a half years of ambiguity, and then after my dad died... I felt like my relationship with the Savior grew so much just because when I was in despair and when I, especially at the end, when I knew my dad was going to die in two or three months, we had no idea, um, I knew that I could turn to, to Heavenly Father and that my Savior would know exactly what I was going through. And I felt really comforted by that. Something that, something that I didn't realize before my dad passed Was how much the Savior is willing to sit with us in our sorrow and be there by our side. Like, He's not always. He does pull us up to happier and healthier places, but He sits with us and He comes right next to us and He listens to us and He just sits in the sorrow and in the grief. And that. Was
0: an incredible thing to learn. I like that that word that you use. Sit It's like a lot of the time. You know when I'm tired, I'll sit down, and I, I'm th- I i do not want to get up. And I think that's cool that you said the Savior will sit down with us because he'll he knows that we're tired and he knows that we need him. So he'll sit, he'll sit down next to us when we're not when we're not ready when we're tired and we're struggling. So he'll sit down next to us and he'll. It's kinda of be like a therapist and he'll talk to us and, and he'll help us and reassure us that everything will be okay. So I like that yeah. word that you used.
2: Yep, he'll he'll bolster us and in, in all the all the different trials, all of our different happy moments. There's he, he's all he's always there. He he's walking
0: by our side the whole the whole way. Are you Yeah. Are you familiar with that poem? I don't know what it's called, but the one with uh I think it's footprints in the sand is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I love that poem. For those of you who don't know what that poem is, I encourage you to go look look at it. But essentially it's a man uh he's walking in the sand and there's two sets of footprints. And he's he's walking with Christ and right. he's like these footprints represent your life. Right. So says so Christ, right? And he he notices that through the hard times in his life there's only uh, one set of footprints and that and he he asks Christ, you know, why did you leave me during these these hard times? Um, but then Christ proceeds to tell him that this is when he was carrying the man and that those were his footsteps. And so I just I really like that analogy of Christ always being by our side and he's not going to leave us. You know, there's not going to be one set of footprints. Um Christ will carry us through our tri- trials. Uh, that's another another question I had. I keep calling this a, this a trial, you know, the f- passing of your father a trial. But I'm curious, what word would you use? How, what would you call this? Oh,
1: that's a really interesting question. I think I would call it honestly. I think I would call it life. I think I would <laughs> call it an experience because something that I've realized is that. Everybody has their thing. Everybody has something hard that they're going through. And my thing is not comparable to your thing or to Elder Chesley's thing. Like, it's everybody has something hard that they're going through. And it's really up to us to to turn to our Savior and to figure it out. So,
0: I don't yeah. know. That's
1: kind of a cop-out answer, but <laughs> I think it's just life.
0: <laughs> I think that's a good answer, you know that's really what it is life and life goes on life happens and the only way we can really get through this life is by turning to our savior like you said so i really like that yeah
1: can i share one of my favorite quotes i would love that um so something that i have been super passionate about since my dad passed away is just the idea that sorrow is definitely a part of of this plan like of heavenly father's plan for us Um, And in general conference from October 2019, um, Todd L. Budge, I'm pretty sure, or L. Todd, I don't know. Anyhow, Todd Budge, he gave a talk um, where he talked about sorrow. And one thing that he said was um, that sorrow coupled with hope in Jesus Christ holds the promise of enduring joy. And I think that is just the coolest thing that sorrow plus Jesus Christ, equals enduring joy. And we just like, we need the hard times in our life, and we need Christ to be able to find the joy and to have the joy in our lives. So that's something I've learned.
0: Yeah, I love that. That reminds me of something that Nathan said, I guess you're now husband, my brother. Um, I actually wasn't there for when he said it, but my mom emailed me, kind of relaying essentially what he was talking about. You might have been there, so you might be able to say it better than I will try to attempt. But he was talking about a roller coaster and how we often compare life to a roller coaster and how, you know, there's the ups and the downs. We often think of the downs as the sad parts in our life and, and you know, the parts that aren't fun. But when you're on a roller coaster, what parts are the, the most fun? The the down parts. You know, that's where we essentially, I guess, raise our hands in the air and we, we enjoy the ride. Um, it may not You know, in life, when we're putting this within the life analogy and assuming that the down is the sad part in life, it's kind of like what you were talking about. As we, you know, strive to come closer to Christ through our down parts, that's where we will grow the most and where we will be able to find that more peace and the joy in our life. So we'll really be able to grow and progress from that and be able to make it up the next uphill in our life to go down uh, to the next down part in in our roller coaster. So I don't know was that I, were you there for that when he talked about that?
1: Yeah, no you explained it perfectly. I love okay. that. sweet um, I think kind of a tie-in between both of the subjects um is just something is just like kind of what you're talking about about how like this whole life is full of ups and downs and all of this crazy stuff um and something that my dad taught me about life. Um, well, he taught me mostly just from his example and his belief in heavenly father's plan. Um, and it was really cool for me just as he was passing, like he had such faith in the plan of salvation and he had such faith that there was a life after this life and he was not scared at all. And that was one of the coolest things for me to see. And one of the most special things for me to see, too, was how much he believed in Heavenly Father and believed that Heavenly Father had a plan for him and that he was just moving on. This was the next step in life. And that was incredibly comforting for me after he died Um, and just something that comforted me so much. So...
0: Yeah, There's that too. I like that. I like that a lot. You know, being able to see the example of others is really a, a huge, a huge blessing to to have. And I know, growing up, having the example of my brothers has been something I've always cherished in my life, and I, I look up to them a lot. And so I can imagine, you know, having that that example of your father's testimony would really be strengthening uh, through this through this step of life I'm not going to call it a trial anymore but the step of life
1: yeah yeah
0: for sure awesome so I, I guess we kind of already mentioned it there but uh, moving on to kind of more about eternal families in a in another perspective of of marriage since you just got married a couple of weeks ago first off just kind of overall how was that experience since unfortunately I wasn't there but can you tell us about how that day was for you
1: It was amazing. We definitely missed you, Caden, but (laughs) (laughs) it was so cool. It was like, so we were able to be sealed in the temple, which is basically um, a marriage ceremony in what we think, what we consider the house of God. Um, And I'm sure we'll get into that later, but Mm -hmm. just the spirit that was there and the sacredness of the moment was so cool and so joyful like Nathan right after like right after we got married he like you're like you kissed the bride right and he kissed me and we were just like smiling so big and he just kissed me again because we were so excited (laughs) so it was amazing It was so cool
0: that's so fun that's that's really awesome um I guess kind of just before I really get into the, the marriage, um, I'm just curious at what it was like not having your father being able to attend.
1: Well, um, the cool part about being married right in the temple was that it's really, we really consider it the house of God. And so I fully 100% believe that he was totally there. Um, as a spirit, obviously he wasn't there physically, like in the body, but, um, we actually had a really cool experience where like, I know without a doubt that he was there and he was with us. And my mom and I talked about it afterwards a little bit and we were just like, so in awe that we could feel his presence so much. And that's something that really happened pretty immediately after he passed away. Was that I just knew without a doubt that he wasn't really gone, that he, his spirit is still here, and that sometimes he is allowed to be at really cool life events like my ceiling, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, is, so he was there. <laughs>
0: that is so cool. I really like that. Um, for for those listening who don't really know what a ceiling is, I know she kind of mentioned it, but it's where. Uh, we believe that we will be sealed for a time in eternity but through the, through and by the power of God, the, the priesthood as we call it, which is the authority for men to, to act in God's name here on earth. So we believe that we can be sealed forever as a family. So going on off of that, how has the knowledge of eternal families blessed you? Knowing, I guess it was, it was really cool hearing that you had that feeling and that knowledge that your father was there in that sealing room with you and and how he is with you always. So how has this knowledge of having an eternal family, like the eternal perspective of this, blessed you?
1: It has given me everything. Like, I would not have been able to get through the passing of my dad without that knowledge. Um, And even just the fact that, like, Nate and I, sometimes we, we talk about it just like, oh my goodness, we are not just husband and wife for this life but we're married for eternity. And so just the knowledge that, that death is not the end has opened up all of the possibilities and just, it just gives me such joy. It's like, I can't even describe it in words, but it gives me such joy to know that.
0: Yeah, thank you. I can totally testify that that is true. It gives me so much joy as well. I, I'm not married yet, but knowing my family and how much I love them, I, just, I want to be with them forever. And so I totally agree that it, is, it really gives us, that I guess, that hope that we've kind of been talking about, that hope that we need to continue to to strive throughout this life, even though it's hard and that we do have those stumbling blocks and those, those roller coasters. But, you know, family... Family is so important and they're the people that we can lean on. Like you were talking about when your father passed, um, you know, your brothers were really helpful for you to lean on and to help support you. So family is, family is huge and we can have those supports forever, which is super cool.
1: And I think it just gives us, it gives us an eternal perspective. Mm -hmm. Like something that I always thought was so funny. My dad really like, he really believed that this life is eternal, like, that there is such a thing as eternal life, you know? And so I remember in high school, after my grandpa passed away, we were talking about it one day, and my dad was just like, you know, I don't know why people get sad when people die. They're literally going home. They're literally going to meet God and Jesus Christ and all of their family. And I just being, I remember being like, dad, like, Of course people are sad like people can cry but (laughs) also yeah like you step back and you realize that this life is not the end that there there is an eternity backwards and forwards and that we are connected all the way back to our ancestors and all the way forward so
0: that is so cool that's something that i feel like i don't really pay attention to as much like when somebody Passes away, yeah, they go back to our Father and and our Savior Jesus Christ, and that's where they go. They go right in front of them, and they get to meet them in person. Like, of course, I know that, and I I think about it, but I have never like really stepped back and thought about it. You know, I guess, you know, me personally, not having a family member pass away or immediate family member pass away, I haven't really had to think about it, and. So that I guess kind of opens my eyes a little bit too, to knowing that it is something more to be be happy about and to be excited for somebody to really go and have the opportunity to go meet them, meet our Savior and our Heavenly Father, which is so cool.
1: Yeah. And obviously it's still sad, mm-hmm. but it's cool to have the eternal perspective.
0: Yeah. Like, that's what's really important is being able to have that eternal perspective. You know, for not... If we're not focused on what we can become or what we can do, then how are we going to accomplish these things that we need to do now in order to accomplish what needs to be done, I guess. I don't know if I said that yeah. quite right, but...
1: But it makes sense,
0: yeah, for sure. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that made sense. So I, I this is kind of like... Um, an overall question kind of taking everything that we've kind of talked about and like kind of for you to sum it up, like in what ways does God bless families and like how has he blessed your family specifically? Like your, your family and then your, your new family.
1: Mm, I love that. I have a new family. <laughs> <laughs> um, goodness. God makes all the difference. I, Just through Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ, I just have such a peace with everything. Everything that's happened to me and everything that will happen to me. Like I know that Heavenly Father is always there. And I know that He's given us so many resources to bless us. And He's given us the knowledge of eternal families. He's restored His power, the power of God, the priesthood on the earth so that we can be sealed forever he's given us prayer to reach out to him and he's given us a savior who will literally understand everything that we ever go through and be there in especially the hard t- time the hard times but then also the good times and just just so much so so much
0: i love that thank you there's something that you mentioned. You mentioned prayer, and that's, I guess, something I wanted to ask about, but I just forgotten. It's kind of how has prayer been, you know, helped you through uh, the death and then in the marriage. Um,
1: prayer is such a cool gift. I think it's so cool that we can literally talk to God. We can talk to our Heavenly Father, literally, whenever we want to. And through prayer, um, I, with my dad's passing, I was really able to just let everything out and just express all of my feelings. I have sobbed with God so many times, um, but then through those experiences, I've been so blessed with his spirit and with comfort and with peace, but then also with people who have come and literal, like, angels on this side of the veil and on the other of just people who are willing to step up and help. And I feel like I know that God sends them. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in my marriage right now, I think prayer is such a cool opportunity that we have to come together. And Nathan and I say our evening prayers together. Um, And it's so cool to come together at the end of the day and just join with each other in talking to our heavenly father and creating that relationship with each other and with God really like really strengthens our relationship and really helps us with that eternal perspective. You said earlier about like how, how like when we keep the eternal perspective, we're willing to do the things now that we need to do. Mm
0: -hmm. And I
1: think definitely like that totally applies to marriage because there's times when it's like I don't want to deal with this right now but when we realize that like we're married for eternity like we have to figure this out <laughs> yeah. then we will and we have that perspective so prayer has definitely helped with that too
0: awesome yeah i like that you know you will figure it out you know you just need to have that patience that's something that i guess kind of been like a overall topic throughout the whole lighthouse podcast is really trusting in the Lord and that everything will be okay
1: yeah I love that
0: I want to ask for your advice to somebody that may be going through this something similar that you went through with the death of your father or maybe somebody that's about to get married you know what advice would you give to people in these situations
1: So with the death of a family member or someone close or whoever, um, I think I would definitely say that Heavenly Father is there for you and that the Savior literally knows what you're going through. But more than that, like, it's okay. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to not know what's going on. It's okay because the Savior, like we talked about earlier, the Savior will sit with you. And it's okay it's okay. It's okay if it takes a really long time to heal. Grief is really hard. And Heavenly Father understands that. And He will help you through anything. Um, and eventually there will be joy. And it's still sad, but there's this weird coexistence of joy and sorrow. Um, coupled with Jesus Christ. Um, And then to people who are about to get married, it's just like marriage is literally the coolest thing in the whole entire world. I know I've only been married for three weeks, but I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think building a family on the gospel of Jesus Christ and building a family with Heavenly Father and just like the opportunity to be sealed and to, to literally start that marriage in the house of God like that was so cool and I would just say like just rely on the Lord for everything
0: yeah there's a word you used in there was was opportunity and I, I like that choice of word because uh, that's really what everything is every trial that we go through is just an opportunity and every mm-hmm. experience that we have is an opportunity to grow and to build our relationship with Jesus Christ
2: And, and not only that, but to bless others too. Mm -hmm. Um, so I guess going along with the, the topic of, of this podcast, um, you know, we, uh, we're, we're the lighthouse podcast. And so, uh, we, we always ask a question at the end about, about lighthouses. Um, so we, I, I guess the, the question for you is, um, how has Jesus Christ been your lighthouse?
1: mm, I like that question. um Christ has been my lighthouse by I think just I'm assuming everybody says this, but just literally showing us the way like Christ is the ultimate example of everything <laughs> and how to how to act and how to how to do everything, how to talk to our heavenly father and um and it's cool that he's the example. He leads the way, but then he's there to help us through it and to bring us into the shore. Um, so, yeah,
0: there you go. Awesome. Thank you. I like that word you used again. You're using a lot of good words. I keep keep pulling them out. But you used, <laughs> you used example, and that's something that we've talked about kind of throughout this whole thing, how you said your father was a really good example to you. And how you mentioned Jesus Christ is your example as well, and I think that's really important for all of us to know and to remember that Jesus Christ has set the perfect example for us, and that we need to follow Him, and that He, as as we follow Him, you know, we don't really have a whole lot to worry about because our faith will be in Him. Even though we'll we might trip on a few rocks here and there, you know, He will be there to help us up, and if we can't get up, He'll sit down with us. I think that's super yeah. important to remember. So. Thank you so much for, for sharing with us and sharing your thoughts and your feelings on eternal families. It's been a huge blessing to me, so thank you.
2: Yeah, for sure. Blessing blessing to me, too.
1: Well, thank you, guys. It's been so fun. And Caden, I'm glad that I get to be a part of your family now. Yay. Nathan's literally the coolest person in the whole entire world, and I just feel so gl- lucky to be married to him
0: right answer right <laughs> <on>. good job <laughs> a plus <laughs> just kidding all right thank you for joining us today on the lighthouse podcast we hope that you are able to learn a little bit more about eternal families and why they're so important to us and how that can be a blessing if you have any questions or if you have a topic you'd like us to cover or if you have an experience that you would like to share with with others please reach out to us and we'd love to talk with you Uh, If you have any questions that you had throughout this episode, please reach out to us as well, and we'd love to talk with you and be able to discuss those things. But until then, we will talk to you guys next Saturday, this Saturday at 7 a.m., 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But until then, remember, God is good. All the time. And all the time. God is good.